Well, actually, we're not live because I forgot my dummy battery, and you know what? <laughs> I forgot a lot of stuff. I left, like, half the studio at my house, so that, this is just what's happening right now. You couldn't find your ass with both your hands, man. <laughs> I recorded a podcast last night, which will go out later on. It won't be a con man. It's going to be, assuming he, he liked the episode with um, White Rabbit. Uh, Catalyst Jones um, <clears throat> We did an episode last night I, I'm not blaming him I'm more blaming myself um, I left my monitor um, In my garage I left my dummy battery That's about it But this is what it is That's not it The two most important things we need Your camera to fucking work <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And the monitor Which records everything That we can see But I do have these Three batteries here, so we also have uh, we also have this. We have eight elite lights lager. Yes, from Troy Inkman's beer. Yeah, three three times Super Bowl winner too. Three times Super Bowl winner. That was the Dallas Cowboys of my childhood. Sort of, like um, we're talking like ninety six. Yeah, right. Ninety five was the last Super Bowl. When they beat when when we beat the Steelers, when we we I'm it's you we, and me, a Cowboys nation. I'm part of that nation, so that's me. Um, but yeah, Troy Aikman, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good. I'm enjoying it's this. Not beer. Bad. It's not bad. It's really light, and uh, I'm just gonna drink the entire fucking twelve pack. Yeah, between this and the Patreon episode, Adam made me this coffee, but now I just want to drink this beer. Oh, and I'm drink, and we're drinking coffee. Yeah. I, so, it's like it's like smoking weed and doing cocaine at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Let's. I. Why not? Yes. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I'm I'm super pumped up about this episode because. I mean, we've been kind of teasing this one for a while. Like we. Like it's especially what 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 we just heard right here the NWO. Correct. Yes, we are we are going to discuss. The Skull and Bone Society, mm-hmm. and and this this type of content is fascinating because you got all the cool stuff in, in Skull and Bones. I mean, you have New World Order stuff. <laughs> you have Illuminati. You have JFK assassination. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. NWO, Illuminati, NWO, and, I mean, Skull and Bones. You have the CIA, all the fun stuff. We, we've we been getting kind of dark lately with all the uh, all the pedophile ring stuff. But people generally enjoy that stuff because we, we go real dark. And then we kind of, um, we add a little com- comedic twist to it. We do. Mm-hmm. There's a movie called Skull and Bones from 2007. It has... 
what is it? It has a 2.5 out of 10. Oh. Well, there's also the good Which is weird. It it says 2.5 out of 10, but it has one star. How the fuck does that make sense? Is that IMDb? And then there's the movie The Skulls Mm -hmm. from 2000. It has three stars. Uh, I remember seeing that. Mm -hmm. It's got... um, Who's the guy who died from Fast and Furious? Oh, uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker is in that. He got Michael Hastings. <gasps> and he was a, in a movie about Skull and Bones. Oh, you, you, you're you fucking with the wrong people. Oh, my God. There are no coincidences. There, there's no such thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one's ever driven their car into a fucking tree. That's what the next... 20 episodes of Skeleton Factory could be about, <laughs> about the death of Paul Walker. Paul Walker. I remember when he died and everyone was like, oh, he was such an amazing actor. Like, have you ever seen Fast and Furious? He was awful on Fast and Furious. Also, Skulls was directed uh, by the guy who directed the first Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, really? What? It's like he groomed him. He's like, you need to be in this race car movie. Oh, Wow. And then I'm interested in this then, now. And then he never made it out of the franchise alive. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Same guy also, according to IMDb, he also um, directed Dragon the Bruce Lee story, another movie about a guy who died mysteriously. Oh, Bruce Lee was totally murdered. <laughs> you think Bruce Lee was murdered? Oh, yeah. He, was, he, br- he brought Kung Fu to the United States, and they did not like that. They? They the the the, the deep uh, Chinese state. We have, mm-hmm. But but Chinese. The Chinese. Uh, yeah. Chinese NWO. The Chinese NWO. <laughs> yeah. Even when you watch the the Bruce Lee movie, there was like these people that were just kicking the shit out of him. They they knew him bringing uh, whatever type of martial arts here was. Against the rules, there's there's no rules. It's like that 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 was all made up. Everything in China, there's some kind of rule. People like like Bruce Lee. Bruce Leroy is more Chinese than Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's from Seattle. Yeah, that motherfucker lived in Oakland. He lived in the town, baby. Did he never live in China? He did, but that motherfucker was American as shit. He yeah. went to high school. Went to college in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got married to a blonde woman. Yeah. He was American as fuck. Yeah. And he was already trained in all kinds of shit, dude. Like this idea that there was like this Chinese cabal that was like, you're not allowed to fucking teach people shit. Like that's all fucking yeah. hogwash and nonsense. I think I could take a Bruce Lee punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you talking about? He doesn't look like he punches very hard. It looks like he's no, he, no, and that one inch punch—that's all bullshit. It's you not think real. one inch punch is bullshit. It's all bullshit. How do they're, you figure? They're acting. They're acting. It's all acting. It's he's like watching a keto. Bruce like, Lee is an actor. That's what he is. Oh, I see. I Me, mean, he'll kick my ass. Obviously, I'm not beating up Bruce Lee. How would he kick your ass? He doesn't even punch hard, according to you. Well, I, I think, I think, I, I think it takes some of his punches. Hmm. I think, I think, I could take a good punch to the face. Do you think? You think you can like wrestle him to the ground? Yeah, and he well, might. I'll try. Mm. You know what Bruce Lee would say to you? What would he say? 
Why are you gay? While he's pinned to the ground. He's like scissor locking you around the neck and just fucking just slapping you in the face. <laughs> you take your own shoe off and slap you in the face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he, and I don't know if I'd, I, yeah, I don't think I'd want to fight Bruce Lee. That, w- that sounds completely not fun. Well, people would always challenge him to a fight. Like they, yeah. And he didn't, he didn't like to do it. Well, would, would you like it if people just fucking was, Step into you constantly, wanted to fight you. No, I, w- I, would I wouldn't like that, that either. No, <laughs> I'm sure that ha- I'm sure that happened back in the day to everybody. I'm sure people tried to step to Chuck Norris. Well, that used to happen to uh, Chuck Liddell. That's a bad uh, idea. Like they were like they're like I think I could take your punch. Also, I used to live in Southern California. I used to live in Santa Barbara, and I used to hear stories about Chuck Liddell when he was in college. Oh, really? I mean, this is, this is for, this is what I hear from other people who are from that area. Mm-hmm. But what I used to hear is Chuck Liddell used to come down from San Luis Obispo down to like uh, Galita where uh, UCSB is, mm-hmm. and he would just fucking fuck people up. Yeah, it's not like he just showed up and people just picked fights with them. Like he went there looking to fuck people up. Yeah, that, that, that dude. Which was, I'm, you know, I'm like, well, yeah. I, the idea that he's like, oh, I'm just some guy minding my own business, and people wanted to fight me. I'm like, no. Trick Liddell loved fighting people, and he probably picked a lot of fights and probably beat the fuck out of a lot of people. Yeah, which I mean makes sense. He's his passion is fighting. Yeah, he's a professional <laughs> Hall of Famer, world champion MMA fighter. It's not like he was like this passive, peaceful man of peace. Like, yeah, I don't buy that at all. He is a nice guy because I've met Chuck. Great I, guy. I met him in the middle of the night, and he didn't fucking kill me and my friend for trying to shoulder tap him for beer yeah. at Seven Eleven. Because we just we were just in the shadows, lurking, trying to get someone to buy his beer. Yeah, and I was in the shadows. I was like, I was like, hey yo, and that motherfucker turned around. This is two thousand three Chuck Liddell. Yeah, this is the guy who beat Randy Couture. This is prime time, and he fucking turned around, and I saw the fucking. <laughs> the death in his eyes. Yeah. And I was just, and I recognized him immediately. And I was like, Chuck Liddell. And he was like, yeah, oh yeah. And he threw me a shocker bra and just walked away. <laughs> I was, and my friend who doesn't know dick about MMA, I'm like, that guy could have killed both of us right now. Yeah. And no one would have saw, seen anything or cared. We would just be two dead bodies in a fucking 7-Eleven parking lot in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm like, also, we're not, we're not asking that guy to buy his beer. No. <laughs> and he went in 7-Eleven. He bought five energy drinks, not in a bag. He was just holding them in his hand. He was wearing a tracksuit, like a Russian gangster, <laughs> with his like blonde girlfriend, and walked out. I was just like, "What is that dude up to?" Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but but I can say that I met Chuck Liddell in in his prime. I met Chuck Liddell at a Texas Rangers game. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out with uh um with Dan Holloway and all those guys and. Chuck Liddell was there, Adam Ray, the comedian, and uh, um, I think uh, a football player by the name of Akib Talib, who is a very good cornerback for the Denver, Denver Broncos slash the the Patriots. So it was a fun night. I got to meet all these cool people in, in, at, at a Texas Rangers game when they were fucking awful. Now they're great. But anyways, it's not what the episode's about. It's not? <laughs> I don't want to get too, We're not too far in the weeds. Talk around, uh, talk about MMA. Yeah, we talk. talk yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about the you MMA. You want to talk about the first season of The Ultimate Fighter? <laughs> yeah. 
No, I want to talk about this death cult, which is the Skull and Bone Society. Mm-hmm. There, so anyone that knows about the secret societies, there's a there's there's many of them. Not many of them. There's actually, uh, I mean, you have Bohemian Grove, those type of people. You got Bilderberg Group. Now, in in general, do you think these are good people? No, these are the people no. that want to run the world. This is the. You're the fucking reason oh. this country's going down the drain. That, I see. And then the NWO, New World Order. These are the people. The same people, basically. Yes. These are the same people that. N-W-O. Yes. Yeah. These are, yeah, these are all the people. Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, you Kevin got, Nash. Kevin Nash. Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Who's no longer with us. Coincidence. R.I.P. He, yeah. he, he deviated from, from the crew. Yeah. He threw a toothpick in fucking Henry Kissinger's face, and he's like, this motherfucker has got to go. Make it look like an accident. <laughs> he died at a young age. For, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, that made me sad when, when Scott Hall died. I was Scott a big Scott Hall, Hall fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great hair, nice and greasy. Yeah, great hair in his prime, just tan, jacked, gold chains. Yeah. Loved it. He, he looked like a, a racist version of an Italian. <laughs> Like <laughs> he was supposed to be uh, he's Tony Soprano. He's supposed to be, I think, uh, uh, Cuban. Mm. Even though he's white as fuck. Yeah, he yeah. does have golden skin. Well, it's because he he tanned, brother. Yeah, he had to tan back in the day. See, that's why Donald Trump was so like golden er, early in his age. He wasn't just a, a orange. They call him orange piece of shit. They think he's orange. I'm like, bro, he's. Like it, those are people who never watch wrestling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump. Has, people people who are has, not on he, the he, Donald Trump train. I'm like, if you're into wrestling, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan was always been tan. Mm-hmm. If you go on Instagram right now, look up Hulk, Hulk Hogan's uh, Instagram. Yeah. He's tanner now than he ever has been. <laughs> yeah. It's part, it's part of the gimmick, brother. Yeah. <laughs> also, Donald Trump. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. A lot of people don't know. You that. should. He as should as he should. Probably because he's so tan. Yeah. As far as I know, he's uh, Donald Trump is not in a secret society. Not mm-hmm. that I there, there's that's why he's. He also doesn't trust China. He, yeah, China. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that is hundred percent true. It's a fact. And Donald Trump is kind of like an outsider, even though he is an outsider, a billionaire. The the an outsider like the outsiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's a pro wrestling fan, the NWO, the faction, the NWO, mm-hmm. subcategory, the Outsiders, which was Scott Hall and X-Pac. Kevin Nash. Was it X-Pac? He was in the, no, X-Pac was in the Wolfpack. Oh, see? Which was basically the Outsiders plus X-Pac. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm here for. <laughs> so, so this order was also known as uh, 322 or the Brotherhood of Death. The number, like whenever you see the logo for for uh, for Skull and Bones, you always see the number three twenty two under it, and a lot of people equate to it as being associated with certain dates or time or like a, a bunch of the numerology shit. But um, basically, what they say is uh, it has to do with three twenty two BCE. This is when the Greek order uh, demo. Demosthenes, oh man, someone's, they were going to rip me apart for saying his name wrong. 
Demos Demosthenes died. This was a turning point in the transformation of like. That's Asian. why Greece isn't a, isn't around anymore. Yeah, can't say their fucking names. Yeah, no one can pronounce their shit. They're like, can we just kill them? Yeah, why don't you name yourself like Dave or Bill or Bob? Yeah, or Adam. Yeah, it's like it's like Aristotle. It's like no. The fuck? How gay is that? Is Aristotle Greek? I don't know. Greek Bob, is so Bob, gay. Like, <laughs> Greek's gay. Yeah, it, it's so gay. Mm, I, I, like, what's the gayest thing about the obelisks? Well, the gayest part about it is is how, I don't know, like, gay pedophilia shit. Yeah. Democracy's kind of gay. They invented the Olympics? Wrestling? Yeah, naked. Naked wrestling. Naked wrestling. Rest my case. Yeah. Also, a lot of that wrestling stuff is has to do with skull and bones and how the... the how they initiate the new members, which is like, it's gayer than you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. We'll get into that. So 322 BCE, this is when Demosthenes died. This turning point in the transformation of ancient Athens was when they had democracy. When he died, it's, it kind of switched over to uh, plutocracy which like a plutocracy is like when all the the the, the elites kind of run the run everything, it in the mo- the most vague way to describe what plutocracy is. Um, it is rumored that the skull and bones are a chapter of the Bavarian secret society, the Illuminati, which we we I mean, I'm surprised we haven't really done an, an Illuminati episode, but Illuminati was like started in like the 1700s and it's they had they were running a lot of shit over there but eventually they had to like they they had to squash it mm-hmm. like the government in 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 that part of the world cuz i don't think germany existed at that point i might be wrong germany's not that old of a country it's only like 200 well, years old well there was there was wasn't it just called germania prior to that yeah, it was like a bunch of tribes, mm. but they they did not like the Illuminati. Yeah, they were doing a lot of fucked up shit. So, um, Skull and Bones had a lot of uh, high profile members. So the um, so the, some of these members include uh, George Chichen Chong, Chichen Chong, very high, very high members. Yeah, uh, Chong just putting out his gummies for the That's Skull right. and Bones Society. Yeah, um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. No, they no that no blacks allowed. None. Yeah, um, I saw the worst video ever. First of all, I I haven't been on the Snoop train for a very long time. Good, he's a fucking sellout, and he's yeah he uh, he's um I saw this video. It was like a little short video of him. It was like the Undertaker and his wife on Snoop's like tour bus, mm-hmm. and he. Gifts the Undertaker and his wife. He gives him like two boxes, and you know what was in the boxes? Was it weed? It was not weed. It was he gave them both Death Row Records medallions. Oh, that's cool. Now, I I I have seen a documentary called Welcome to Death Row. It came out a long time ago. Here's the thing about Death Row Records. First of all, Snoop didn't have. A bunch of them laying around. Mm-hmm. And even if he did, he wouldn't give them out. No. And then I looked up on Amazon. Um, 
actually, I'll look it up right now. So I went on Amazon. I'm like, okay, did Snoop just have a bunch of extra death row records, like medallions? Yeah. I mean, that's possible. And then, but why give them to the Undertaker of all people? So then I go on to, I mean, the Undertaker is awesome. I like the Undertaker a lot. But then I went on to Amazon and you know what I found? I found this. For $15, you can get a Death Row Records gold chain. Is it real gold? No. Why would it be? It's did, $15. Did he give them, like, real gold Death Row Records chains? I, I have no idea. It's got to be. He's not going to give them some fucking horseshit, fake gold, cubic zirconian shit. I don't know. I don't think it was Death Row era shit, though. I don't think it was. I think he just had it made and just thought it would be funny just to give it to the Undertaker. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, that's, I don't know. I know too much about Death Row Records to know that Snoop didn't have a bunch of extra ones that he's giving to the Undertaker. Yeah. That, that should be in like the Smithsonian or the Hip Hop Museum, which I'm sure the one exists somewhere. Probably yeah. in New York. It's probably in Detroit. It's probably yeah. got burned down during the George Floyd protests. Or you put it in fucking... Snoop, uh, Tupac's grave. Yeah. Because someone stole Tupac's fucking chain. Oh. The first time he got shot. You know, you know it would be cool if someone broke into, dug up Tupac's grave. <laughs> and stole his chain? And stole his chain and his skull and put it in uh, um, the Skull and Bones cave, They're the the catacombs. You know about all the stuff with with the Geronimo? how would they know it's Snoop's cause, or Tupac's because it has like a bandana tied around it? Yeah, that's that's exactly how they know. You're disgusting. Why? <laughs> why would why would somebody do something? Because like that? that would be awesome. It'd make for a very interesting, um, you know, um, TMZ article. Yeah, I mean that that's what that's basically what Prescott uh, Bush did. He stole Tupac's. He raided Tupac's grave. Better. He went and stole Ger- Geronimo. <laughs> they stole his skull and a couple of his femurs. Why? To put in skull bones. That, that, that's a trophy. Why would you want that? Oh, that's cool. They tried uh, to. They, the, Geronimo's family tried to sue them, and they're just like, "No, nah, no, you're not. You're not getting that back." Geronimo's family sued. Like they sued Skull and Bones. They're like, "We we want their skull back." They're like, "No, we don't have it." They're like, "Yeah, you do." Like, "No, you don't." <laughs> Like well, can we go into the can we go into the tomb, which they call uh, the the where where this secret society skull and bones meets at and do does our all their initiations there? Can we go inside? Like, no. So let me get this straight. They stole Geronimo's skull and his femur bones, and then when his family's like, "We want them back. We know you have them. We want to go into <laughs> your." Fucking creepy catacombs where you keep your collected skulls. We 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 want it back, and they're like, "Oh no, you can't come in." No, that's ours. <laughs> they're like, "All right, come in here. Find find his skull. Can you find his skull? Because they have a bunch of skulls in there. We have a bunch of skulls. Yeah, how would you know which one is a uh, a Native American skull? Yeah, now now you're starting to get into like. Um, phrenology, phrenology, like which skulls are bigger, which or, is not science, by the way. <laughs> it's all, yeah, yeah. By the way, the skull and bones are are big into eugenics, but we'll get into that later in the episode. 
Nice. Because there's a lot of there's there's a lot to unpack in this episode. We should get some fifteen dollar death row necklaces. They're all, they're fifteen dollars free delivery. Oh, we should just wear those for every episode. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing's gonna stop us. Yeah, the Undertaker is uh, he's retired. We should get no limit chains. Though they have a cool they have no a cool limit tank. chains. And, yeah. I, I'm sure that's on Amazon. Like we can wear both. Yeah, we're crazy. We'll, we'll wrap every <laughs> we record just, label. We're bringing back chains. I mean, I don't think they really went away. I think they just got bigger and dumber. If anything, yeah. Let me see. Like, if you had to guess, what is more expensive, a no limit chain mm-hmm. or a death row records chain? Which one costs more on average? It has to be the maybe the no limit because there's less made. That that's my. It's your final answer. It's my final answer because less people are looking for no limit chains. Well, Sean, you are correct. Yeah. Just a just a just a cursory glance of Amazon. Um, yeah, there's no limit records. Chains seem to be. Quite a bit more. Than Beautiful. The Death Row Records ones. Look at that. We got $17. Okay. We, we have, have a picture of. Um, we have 17 We have. What else do we have? We have 25 They all sort of hover in that like $25 range between 18 and 25 <laughs> This is like a whole industry. It's so hilarious. <laughs> it's like, who's buying this? Yeah. And look at, look at, there's like two people. Fuck it. What are those reviews like? It's like, or the Death Row Records one, there's like one review, it's from Snoop. Yeah. It's like, look, like who's buying these? It's like <laughs> 17. I mean, they're very highly rated. What's the lowest rated one? You know what I mean? Because you could have like two fucking reviews and they're both five-star reviews or something. It's just going to make your neck green. Like, stop buying this shit. Someone's spending $50. Oh, my God. This has to be for, for fun. One review, five stars. Bam. That's all you need. Look at the name of the company. Generic. (laughs) So disgusting. But like these so these aren't the people in Skull and Bones. Actual (laughs) members, the high profile members include George H. W. Bush, George W. Bush, twenty seventh president William Taft, former senator and World Economic Forum's climate propagandist John Kerry. Uh, Walter Why are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> Walter Kemp, the guy who is known as a father of football, also the founder of the NCAA. L- Lehman Spitzer, the guy who invented the Hubble telescope. Henry Luce, the founder of Time magazine. Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart. Stephen A. Schwartzman, the CEO of Blackstone. So a lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of, a lot of big names in there. Yeah. And then they're all they're all in Skull and Bones. They're all in Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones is is super exclusive. Like they only allow like fifteen people a year to join Skull and Bones, doing a uh, a thing where is it like a fraternity? It's a fraternity. Yes. Okay, so they have like they have like a like a like a house like an like an animal animal house. Yeah. Kind of thing. They can only take. 15 guys live in that fucking... I don't know. I never went to college. Is that a lot? 
for I don't I didn't I mean I was at college but I wasn't I wasn't being in a fraternity is it's kind of gay. I, it, <laughs> There's nothing cool about being in a fraternity. Like we used to make fun of kids in fraternities. Sorry if you're a listener if you if you're a frat guy. Yeah, no. I fraternities are for rich people. Yeah. And I was raised by fucking hard working uh, not rich people, so yeah, I don't have anything in common with with those people. Well, the so skull and bones, you were if you became a member, you were promised that um, everyone involved, you will you will be financially, you will never have financial issues. Like it, like you, I think you get uh, a certain amount of money a year. You also get. Um, I want my money back. Oh yeah, you definitely get your money back. So like you you are promised money you you promise to be taken care of um you you will you will you can get any job that you desire many times working in the CIA you know, you know who else is in uh, uh well actually he's not in Skull and Bones but he is a Mason who Shaquille O'Neal Oh I've heard that Shaquille O'Neal is a Mason That's right what's what what is what is the connection what is the uh what is the Venn diagram of um, Skull and Bones mem- members to Freemasons? Freemasons. Well, it depends. There's a lot of Freemasons that are just regular, like, like. Oh yeah, they're they're not into they're, masonry. They're doing like maybe fifteen hundred a year. They're not doing fifteen a year. Yeah. Because yeah, they're, yeah. It just depends, like, if you're getting to the thirty third level of being a Freemason, which is the highest level of it. So like you could be a Freemason, and you you could just be a low level free Freemason, and it's just like it's boring shit. Like it's not a big deal. It should be more fun. Yeah, but when you get to that high level, when you're in the highest level, like you you're gonna know some secrets. Secrets. And I and I've talked to people that are that have family that are Freemasons, and they're just like that's nothing really. It's not a big deal. Like yeah, because yeah, you're, cause you're fucking regular Freemason. You're nobody. Yeah, low level. No, nothings. Yeah. It's like if you're the landscaper at the White House. It's not like you're Mm -hmm. privy to Hunter Biden receiving money from Chinese sources or anything. Oh, and and speaking of um, people today um, as that are uh, Skull and Bones members, one person that is rumored to be uh, a member of Skull and Bones is uh, Ron DeSantis. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. there, there isn't anything that proves it. it. The only thing that links it to him to to Skull and Bones is um, him going to Yale. Doesn't help things. No, it doesn't help things. That, was he in a fraternity? Does anyone know that? It seems like something that would someone would know. Yeah, there's there's not a lot to the Ron DeSantis thing. It's just a rumor, so we don't know. Mm. Yeah. So what is Skull and Bones? It is it's like a super secret society at, at Yale University. It definitely exists. I know Alex Jones showed up and was <laughs> he, he showed up with his microphone and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's there. You can you can go and visit it, but you can just be on the outside of it. You can't go inside of the tomb that is known as uh, Skull and Bones. Um, <laughs> and this is at Yale University where. The members are not allowed to talk about it in public. 2004, which was weird, was both candidates running for president, Republican and Democrat. 
were both mm. in the Skull and Bones. And they were both asked about it. They were both asked about it, yes. Yeah. Um, so members of the society are nicknamed Bonesmen. George W. Bush and John Kerry were both Bonesmen, both running for president, 2004. They should be called Boners. You know what? That It's funny because that's what they are called by people that hate them. They call them Boners. Oh. Yeah, like if you've, um, I, I've, I've seen people, I was reading, when I was doing the, some of the research on this, um, people that go to Yale that hate the the bones when they call them boners. They're like, Carrie, John Kerry's boner. I mean, I didn't mean that in a in the pejorative way. I meant mm-hmm. that in a way where it's like, that'd be a good name. You know, it's like Trekkers. Yeah. Bonesman sounds cool, too. Everything about Skull and Bones does sound cool. It is cool. Skull and Crossbones in general are very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and th- there's a lot of connections. Uh, also, like the like the Nazi uh, like hat they used to wear had this had the eagle up top, yeah, and then yeah, uh, had the albatross, and then they had the the skull and the bone in yeah, theirs. The the, the Totenkampf. Mm-hmm. Um, these sounds like these people are just closeted like goth music fans. Yeah. It's like, just listen to Christian Death's first album, mm-hmm. Only Theater of Pain. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get all of your gothy teenage angst out. Mm-hmm. And it's good music, and you don't have to hurt anybody. Yeah. You don't have to go grave robbing. Yeah, it, it's a lot of grave rob. A lot of this stuff is just, like, fraternity, like, frat guy shit. But whenever they leave, they, they are taken care of forever. Hmm. So, um... In, like I was saying earlier, this this super exclusive club, they only allow 15 members a year. So it was kind of weird that you have 15 people a year in there. And, and two of the people in the same class were running for the president of the United States. What are the odds? <laughs> That's so weird. Mm. Right? Yeah. It is weird. They were in the same class? Yeah. Were they in the same house? Yeah, same house. Mm, like they is, know each other. They're friends. Yeah, that is that is weird. Like one was like 66 and one was 68, but they're in the house around the same time. Mm. I think Bush is uh he's a little older than him. Yeah, I I don't uh but it's like that's the thing is like who else is going to run for president? Mm-hmm. Regular people rarely run for president, and when they do, it's like and nobody who's like a grassroots level rando, yeah, gets like a ton of hype behind him. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody. And think of all the people who are absolutely fucking nobodies who get really famous and rich. Yeah, think of every fucking reality fucking show star that's just some fucking dickhead who's working at. Fucking subway, and all of a sudden they have a multi-million dollar contract for VH1 or Bravo or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like you're telling me somebody or some influencer or some some I don't I don't remember if it was on TikTok or one of the ones that TikTok is for old people at this point. TikTok is for elderly people. This the ones that are like the next up and coming ones. There was some fucking guy on there who got a hundred million dollar contract. That's more than what Joe Rogan got for Spotify. Hundred million dollar contract just to make fucking dumb videos. What? On some new fucking platform. You know what I mean? Like, that guy can't run for president. Mm-hmm. He can, but no one's going to take him seriously. No. But like, when is some, like, TikTok grassroots level person? I think that's why people always, 
like fantasize about like Oprah or The Rock running for fucking president because Robert F Kennedy because they're just randos. Ro- who, Robert who F Kennedy famous. is he has the name. He's got the name. Now he's kind of sewed into the whole fabric of it all. Mm-hmm. But then you get randos like fucking. I I think if even Trump is a fucking rando. Yeah, he was just a guy who's just he just has so many more decades on everyone else. Yeah, and he's just a household name. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that. I think people like don't actually realize how long Trump has been around. He's been around my entire life. I'm 41 years old. Yeah. And there has never been a time in my life where Donald Trump didn't, he wasn't doing something that was mm-hmm. a big goddamn deal. People think he's just like some racist man who appeared out of a fucking tanning bed to take over the world. It's like, no. No, but, he, he was he was the guy that hung out with rappers in like Mike Tyson, he put on some of the first WrestleManias. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like he's always been around. Yeah. Always, he was on fucking Home Alone. Like, come on, Home Alone two, Home Alone two. Sorry, you gotta get that in right. New York. Oh, you gotta get that right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, Tim uh, Russert famously asked both both. Uh, am I saying his name right? Tim is it Tim Tim Russert or Tim Tim Heidecker? No, the guy that was on uh, MSNBC that asked. Both, both. Yeah, it's Russert. Russert. So he he asked uh, George Bush and uh, John Kerry about their association with Skull and Bones, and I'm gonna pop this up real fast. Um, let me see. You were both in Skull and Bones, the secret society. It's so secret we can't talk about it. What does that mean for America? The conspiracy theorists are gonna go. I'm sure they are. I don't know. I haven't seen the website. number three two two. I. Uh, first of all, he's not the nominee, and uh, but uh, look, I look for. Are you prepared to lose? No, I'm not going to lose. Ooh. You both were members of Skull and Bones, a secret society at Yale. What does that tell us? Uh, not much, because it's a secret. <laughs> Is there a secret handshake? Is there a secret code? I wish there were something secret I could manifest. 322, a secret number? Uh, there are all kinds of secrets, Tim, but one thing is not a secret. I disagree with this president's direction that he's taking the country. We can do a better job, and I intend to do it. And we'll be watching Be Safe on the Campaign Trail. John Kerry, thanks yes, for joining us. And we'll be right back. You, really? Could you find lower quality videos? Th- this is just YouTube. This is fucking... It feels like this is like from the 1970s. This is 2004. I mean, this is yeah. before YouTube even exists. It's like you fucking, it, yeah. It's like you, you shot it on a fucking flip phone. What the fuck? Well, that, that's what happens with these videos that are digital is you start losing quality of it the more. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it's, um, I don't know. I, I think there's, if, do you think it's possible maybe there's some sort of, they, they sign some sort of thing some sort of legal because di- it seems to me like what's the most logical thing that's going on secret society where they're like we'll fucking cut out we'll cover you cut your head off if you talk about it or they're like a bunch of young dudes probably in law school mm-hmm. have brothers in law school the dads in law school and they, they they get them to sign some kind of fucking legal document where they're like you can never fuck it. it's like an nda well there there's a lot life. of blackmail shit and then they sign it Blackmail, here's the thing about blackmail is you have to fucking, like, create something to blackmail something. It's easier to be like, you want to be in this fraternity? Mm-hmm. And, of course, they do. They want to be part of something. It's kind of like, you know, joining any kind of organization that's, like, a big fucking thing where we're going to take care of you and blah, 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 blah. You're going to mm-hmm. get a job. 
you get. We only take 15 guys a year. If you want to be one of the 15 guys, okay, then sign this fucking thing. It says that you'll fucking never, ever talk about this ever. And if you do, we're going to fucking sue you. Yeah, it's also... The and no one's fucking talking members about Members of the Skull that's and Bones. That's what I think's going on. Yeah, like members of the Skull and Bones, they, they are like the older ones. They run banks. They run basically everything in society. And they're like, if you are to expose anything, we will... We will ruin you financially. Also, the, once you, once you're running for president, you can't be like I was in a secret society. Mm-hmm. Like even if they weren't doing anything besides b- being creepy, yeah. You you can't talk about that when you're running for fucking president. Yeah, I think I think secretly they get off on the idea that people think it's fucking creepier than it actually is. I I think it's less creepy than what people actually think it is mm-hmm. because. It's like it's like going back to well, who else is going to run for president? It's like obviously all these rich dudes who are all connected are going to be fucking running for a fucking president. Mm-hmm. But like when you're running for president, especially if you're if you're Bush, yeah, or if you're like Mr. fucking Catholic fucking Vietnam vet fucking John conscientious Kerry. objector John Kerry, Faggot. you can't be like I, like I was fucking around with the occult in college, which uh, you know, John I think Kerry. I think that's a lot of people were fucking. That's that's when you fucking around with the occult is in your college years and shit. But it's like, if you want fucking religious people to vote for you, you can't be like, yeah, I was fucking around with the occult and yeah. graveyards and shit when I was. Like, people don't want to hear that. Yeah. So when someone's like, you were in a secret society, like them going like, well, no, I wasn't. It's a secret, and yeah. that then it looks like you're hiding something. And I think well, that's it's, probably it's, more the case than them being like, you have broken the sacred oath. And now you must drink the cum of the fucking AIDS demon. It's like, yeah. no, they're, they're, that's not a thing that's going on. Yeah. The one, one of the other videos that was associated with John Kerry, um, not admitting that he is in the skull and bones is the, what's it called? The, um, uh, the don't tase me bro video. Yeah. I have it right here. Let me see if it, yeah, here it is. You know, throw that up real fast for people that have not seen the don't tase me. All right. This is a little excessive. Yeah, fuck that guy. I haven't watched this in a long time, but you know what? That guy, that guy, fuck him. What an idiot with his capri pants and his fucking Abercrombie rugby shirt. What's that book he had? Did you see? Did you watch what he did the entire time? Every time he made some kind of jerky movement where he's trying to get away from the cops, he kept running towards the stage. Every yeah. time. Oh, okay. I'm like, 
bro, you can't be running at people who are running for fucking president. Yeah. Of course you're going to get fucking taken down and tased. The tasing part is a little... Look at like, these fucking cops. Do you think a bunch of black dudes are trying and lady cops are trying to, like... Like, get on the good side of some bonesman, <laughs> spooky man running for president who looks like the bad guy from Reanimator? Like, that's not a fucking thing. This motherfucker, he was trying to resist. One. <laughs> One... And two, every time he resisted, he tried moving closer to the stage. If you back that up, every time he tries to get away, he tries to get closer to the fucking stage. Let's you can't be fucking bit. doing that. If you were in your car and you took your hands off the steering wheel when a cop's like, keep your hands on the steering wheel, and you kept fucking moving your hands towards your belt yeah, or kept moving your hands fucking underneath your seat, like something bad's going to fucking happen to you. Yeah. And you're probably going to fucking deserve it. Here, watch this goddamn video again. Okay, wait. wait okay, no, before let's, let's that, before back. that. All right, so. Look at, right there. Watch this. He's going to fucking, he's Kinda like, breaks I, away. I, I don't like, want you holding me. Look at him. He's moving towards the stage. Moving towards the stage. Yeah, moving towards, moving the, towards the, stage. the stage. Okay, they grab him again, and now there's a third cop there assisting them, and then there's fourth guy with the taser on the right. A fifth guy shows up. They're like, okay, get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Okay. Yeah. Look how big that fucking cop is. That black oh, dude yeah. easily could have got him out. Watch this. He he makes some distance. He tries to go back towards the stage. So they're like, you know what? Fuck this. Take him down. Yeah. That is not a skull and bones conspiracy. That's some fucking moron college dickhead. Yeah. Were you in skull and bones? We know you're in skull and bones. You know how yeah. we know? Because when he was it asked says. about it, he's like, <laughs> We can't talk about it. That is yeah. your answer. He didn't say no. If he's like, yeah. oh, no, I wasn't in Skull and Bones. They were like, you were in Skull and Bones, a secret society. So secret we can't talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, well, that, that that's admission. <laughs> yeah, now we, we, that's we know. you were in. If you're like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about it. It's like, yeah, the don't tase me bro guy. Mm -hmm. th that guy fucking He does seem it. like an asshole. Fuck him. I, you know, I, I should, I'm going to look that dude up. I hope, I hope that motherfucker died of a fucking fentanyl overdose. <laughs> <laughs> so to join this super exclusive group by the way a group that many believe is controlling many like basically all facets of like world domination well not just world domination but like just uh the society we're currently living in it has this initiation that i was talking about and it is pretty fucking gay <laughs> <laughs> uh, first off new members will sit in a coffin and will tell about their most secret sexual experiences and that's when, pretty gay and they would talk about your feelings yeah Ugh. and they would masturbate in front of other members and this happened with george bush and his father because his father was the one that got him into the society you have to be chosen to be in there it's called the tap-in so he got tapped in by his father, and he had to masturbate in front of his father while saying his most deep, dark, deepest, dark, secret, sexual secrets that he ever had. Um, another thing they would have to do after that part of being in that coffin and masturbating, they would, um, they would have to wrestle in a puddle of mud while they're naked. Is that where the band got their name from? Puddle of mud. Yeah, they're all they're all bonesmen. Probably. I guess so. 
Or they bone men. They, there's in also... The, in their mud hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get their mud hole pushed in. Not that there's anything wrong with that if you're into that. No, it's LGBTQ plus IA... Um, Month. So, so th- this this is dedicated. Dude, people, need, people need to come. Like, yeah. what, like, what do you want? You want people yeah. not to fucking come? Let them come. People need to come. But apparently, they would, they would. There is like a lot of stuff with like oral sex and and anal sex that that was that was done. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> I love that that sound. It's great. But. Yeah, so the, apparently there was a lot of anal sex and, and oral sex that was involved with this with the initiates. But what they said was it wasn't gay. It was more of a dominance thing. This is just how they did it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was like prison rules, except for you get to be part of this cool society. where th- you Now that things are getting get really, really gay mm-hmm. nowadays, I think maybe that's like. They got to change their ways. They have to change their ways. Yeah. Because now it's like, now Skull and Bones, 15 a year, they're going to end up having fucking 300 a year. Yeah. People are just like, oh, you just do gay shit. You just jerk off in front of dudes and you get to rule the world. Yeah. And have unlimited money forever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How hard is that? That's not hard. I can do that right now. Yeah. That's what most people will do now. Like, this is the, the they've, they're, they're reaping what they have sown. I wonder what the number is with younger people that have had gay experiences, like the percentage. Which is what just in general? Yeah, compared to um, like our generation. How would you define a gay experience? Like it could be like a man like having oral sex or anal sex with another man. What about somebody? What about somebody? Uh, what about somebody you know coming on to you? I don't think that's a gay experience. I just it's not think a gay experience. It is kind of an experience, but I think it has to be sexual. Mm, but if it like the line wasn't crossed. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count as a gay experience. No, Pro- just, I mean probably not. They're just having a drink. You guys are just having a drink together. Yeah, and maybe he might. He was just telling secrets. No, yeah, I had a I had secrets a, are gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that is a gay experience. I've had I've had gay dudes come on to me. Yeah, like they just read the room wrong, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my bad." Yeah, I'm like, "No, I'm not gay." <laughs> no, no, and they're it's like, f- "Oh shit, I'm yeah. super embarrassed." I'm like, "It's, f- it's fine, whatever." whatever. It's fine. Go ahead and do your gay shit. I'm a dude. I'm not going to act like a girl and be like, oh, oh my God, you read the room wrong. Okay, now everything's awkward. Dudes are just like, oh, my bad, bro. (laughs) I thought maybe. I'm like, no. Yeah. We could just drink. It's fine. Yeah. Bong loads. It's whatever. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, just blowing loads. Just bros blowing loads. Just doing loads together. (laughs) Just sucking loads off a big, long fucking gravity bong. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, the uh, the don't tase me, bro, guy. Mm-hmm. His name is Andrew Meyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually a journalist now. Oh, of course. Who does he work for? Uh, he's published with Serenovich News. Okay, whatever the fuck that is. Um, he's appeared in interviews with Candace Owens and Adam Scott Adams. What? He has a book called Don't Taze Me, Bro. Real Questions, Fake News, and My Life as a Meme. It was published in 2018. Oh, so he's like a right-wing media guy. That's probably what, maybe that's what did it. That's what That's what red-pilled him. Nice. I'm assuming. I don't fucking know anything about the guy. But watching the video, I'm like, he fucking had it coming. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I wonder I'm, if you I'm, realize. I, he's I like, might agree with him with all kinds of things, but I'd be like, dude, when you're in college, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're fucking resisting being kicked out of a place by armed cops and you got fucking tased and you tried to rush the stage of some dude who's 
while you're running for president, yeah. you have Secret Service protecting you. Yeah. So even if he made it to the stage, some Secret Service guy would just have fucking pistol whipped him to death. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't feel bad for that guy. No. No, like the more you think about it. And when you see the video, it's like super obvious. Yeah. You're just like, what are you doing? Like, just stop. Imagine John Kerry. Imagine it's not John Kerry. Imagine it's your wife mm-hmm. taking questions, like fielding questions, and some dude is trying to rush the stage. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, those cops did a fucking great job. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Taste the fuck out of him. I hope he has fucking some kind of car cardiac embolism or some shit. <laughs> fucking idiot. That's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Like, I, you know, it's, uh, and it's framed in a way where it's like, John Kerry's like, uh, electrocute his balls. Yeah. I want him to learn that you don't fuck with me. I'm going to run this country one day. It's like, <laughs> no, it's, I don't, I don't think it's that nefarious at all whatsoever. No, no, I agree. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. These, so these rituals, they take place in a call, place called the tomb. It is a citadel on the Yale campus that is full of skeleton bones and skulls. That sounds so rad. It is cool. I want to see this. I like, I want to go there. I want to go there and like hang out. Yeah. They have a Sisters of Mercy night where everyone just fucking hangs out and dances. Like I would go to that. Well, they just, they just, well, not just, but like now they allow women in Skull and Bones. Started in 1992 when you can actually have women there. Well, it used to only be like white men. Is that like a co ed? fraternity now or are they like just whoever can join yeah well it's they, like planet fitness mm-hmm. come on skull and bones we basically hate everyone and we're a bunch of assholes and we don't want any, we don't care if everyone likes us and we hate everyone who likes us and everyone's gay and we hate you <laughs> that's how it should be that's how it should be i would respect it more what's the point of having a fucking club if it's not like super elitist mm-hmm. and you don't let fucking anybody in like what is the fucking point what is this inclu- i don't like inclusion mm-hmm. at all same yeah <laughs> like things not being inclusive is like the greatest part about america mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when i when i lived in the bay area chinatown was chinatown mm-hmm. the mission was the mission that's where all the mexicans were chinatowns in chinatown there's no opening up a fucking taqueria Mm-hmm. In Chinatown. That's just not a thing. It was like an unspoken thing. Little Italy was Little Italy. You need to have... Pe- people need to have their own shit in their own neighborhoods to so they can represent. It's yeah. Like a, it's like a gang. Yeah. There's no gangs mingling together in the same neighborhood. They're like, this is our part of town, mm-hmm. and you don't come into this part of town because Th- this is our part of town. And then and then people just know, just know that, okay? And it's you just respect it. This whole idea is like, well, what if we, what if we, what if we, <laughs> like, what, what if we didn't do that? It's like, well, then what's the point? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, the melting pot idea is, is it's, it's a flawed idea. People's like, isn't it great that we're a melting pot? I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. but diversity is not our strength. Variety is yeah. our strength. It's like a food court. Yeah. Okay. You don't put fucking Chick-fil-A in the, in fucking Panda Express. They, they don't have a joint venture restaurant mm-hmm. and even those restaurants like the ones that's fucking like green burrito and fucking carl's jr yeah they'll, they're under the same roof but th- you're not like i want a fucking western bacon cheeseburger except i want to fucking completely douse in fucking nacho cheese sauce yes. they'd be like we don't do that sorry <laughs> you have to order from the other menu exactly okay variety is our strength not diversity i like it i yeah. like that 
<laughs> Fucking Adam Hester 2024. <laughs> Diversity is not a shame. <laughs> it's variety. It's variety. So, like I was saying earlier, uh, Prescott Bush, he went and stole the the, the skull of Geronimo. <laughs> um, and that that's one of the, the more famous skulls they have in there. Um, so it was him and his buddies when he was at Yale. They went and, they went and broke in and, and, and they dug up his body, took his skull and the, and two femurs. And that that's yeah, skull and bones. That's cool. That's the name of the fucking club, yeah. skull and bones. Just 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 boys getting into trouble. Yeah, I mean, grave desecration is uh, it's interesting because yeah. it's just like you can do like that can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. I live near two gigantic fucking cemeteries, mm-hmm. and so someone can just go in there and just dig up a grave. I don't know the fuck they feel like it. Yeah, these. But, but that's a, that's 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 kind of one of those things that defines a civilization. Is like cemeteries are sacred ground that mm-hmm. aren't meddled with. Yeah, you know, unless you're Prescott fucking Bush. Apparently, he, yeah, and and Prescott. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where, where's where's Geronimo? Is he like buried near Yale? No, they. I think they. I don't remember where he is. They had to go somewhere else. I think it's like in like South Carolina or road something trip like with the boys. Yeah, <laughs> what do you have in the in your trunk? Like, oh, you don't want to know. Is it drugs? Like, I wish. <laughs> uh, so so they steal his skull. And the bones, and then they put it inside the tomb. This is like the catacombs where they have all the skulls and the, and the skeletons and other bones in there. And in the sacred room, it's titled 322, and it, it's, it's, um, it's surrounded by, there's this painting of skulls surrounded by like Masonic symbols with the quote, War, War, Der Thor, and this is German, so... I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna totally. Saying, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm, the fuck you're saying right now. I'm. I'm going to translate what I'm about to say. So it's called, in German, "Were war did Thor were wiser, uh, Bettler Oder Kaiser, ab arm ab Reich, I'm told Gleich." So it what it's translated to is, "Who was the fool? Who was the wise man, beggar or king, whether poor or rich? All the same is in death." So this is um. If anyone knows anything about the Illuminati, they have something that's very similar to this ritual. So, like, a lot of people think that Skull and Bones is a chapter of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So, the the Illuminati has initiation done uh, towards the end of the ceremony of initiation into the recent degree of Illuminism, according to the tract. Quote, a skeleton is pointing out to him the initiate at the feet of which are laid a crown and a sword. He is asked whether that that is the skeleton of a king, nobleman, or beggar. As he cannot decide, the president of the meeting says to him, the character of being of the man is only one that is of importance. So what what basically what these initiations were is um, it's more of like an equal society. It's more of a... Um, it's more of a collective. This is like communism sh- type of shit. This is more of the it's collective. It's like communism for rich people. It's communism for for the rich people that they're all the same at the end and even in death. So they have very similar initiations. Yeah. 
So, um, it, it, man, I really want to do an Illuminati episode very soon. It, they're just so... Could you imagine if that's what all of this boiled down to? Like, their secret is they're just a bunch of fucking greasy commies. You wrote a blade yeah. <laughs> That would be depressing. Um, oh, uh, just so you know, um, Geronimo... Let's see, he died of pneumonia oh at Fort Sill on February 17th of 1909. Mm-hmm. He is buried in a place called Beef Creek Apache Cemetery in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. So so they went all the way to Oklahoma. Like, yeah, it may be, I don't know. It's, yeah. Maybe. How far is that from Connecticut? That's got to be like a... Prescott Bush's... Is well, he, well, he's not. He's not even like the, they're not originally like a Texas family, right? No, no. Is Prescott Bush? He was part of the like the whole Connecticut fucking, mm-hmm. uh, fucking like the the only real Texan is W. W's the real fucking Texan. Mm-hmm. I go to his tailor. I'm gonna keep bringing that up for yeah. everyone who watches the show. Me and George W. Bush, we have the same tailor. Yeah, he's the the whole thing with the Bush family. Like there's a whole there's a whole episode we could do just about the Bush family, like they're they're literally a crime syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like it, it gets deep, and we'll we'll get into it a little bit on this episode about uh, Prescott Bush and his association with uh, with the Nazi Party and and Adolf Hitler. Yeah, and it, yeah, and, and of course George H W Bush is. Well, do you th- do you? Uh, given the sort of like recent developments in um, Ukraine mm-hmm. with all the like soldiers with Nazi swastikas on their helmets, do you it, think like as as the passage of time takes place, people will think like um, the United States once supported Nazism? Yeah, they'll, they'll think a, of they'll think of Biden in the same in the same light. No. I- it just depends who writes the history, and I, and I think why the Ukrainians the that part um, on the more Western Ukrainians that support Nazism is because they hate Russians. Like no one co- killed more Russians than Germany. Mm-hmm. Like they they like the I, I forgot who said it. I, I was listening to this podcast about it, but um, they were they were talking about Russia like. The reason we won World War II was because of Russia. Like, they killed millions of people. They killed out a whole generation of men. And we just came in and we, like, we, obviously the United States came in and cleaned up. Like, we, we can't deny the heroism from the American it, uh, soldiers. Uh, like, Eddie Izzard has a whole uh, segment about that. He jokes about it in one of his uh, stand-up specials. He, um... He's basically like Europe was sitting there fucking fighting the Nazis the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they were like bent over, tired, like, huh, huh, and then the Americans roll in like, all right, so what's going on here? And the rest of Europe was like, holy shit, where the fuck have you been? And he's like, America's like having breakfast. So what's going on? Eh? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of true. Yeah. It's kind of true. Yeah. Russia. And what this guy was saying, fuck, I wish I knew who said this because it was so good, was like, Russians are, are humans, just like you and me. Like, they 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 helped us defeat Nazism. Yeah. One of the most evil 
ideologies in in world history, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they they're the bad guys. It's definitely the most unique ideology. Yeah, the sort of ethos in in history. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like communism. Yeah. Which has easily killed more people. But Nazism was very, very specific. Mm-hmm. Nazism was almost like I would uh, I'd equate it. Not Maybe the word equate is not the best word. Mm-hmm. But it's I find it kind of similar in some ways to like ISIS. Yeah. Where ISIS is like not as big as the Taliban. But they're way more terrifying. They're oh, way yeah. more vicious. And they're very smart. They're Germans in, are very smart, and they're incredibly well funded and intelligent. Mm-hmm. But they're incredibly vicious and terrifying. Just think of Joseph uh, Mangala, who helped develop MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. So, like he, this guy was like big into human experimentation, and then we brought him in over, over uh, allegedly we brought him over during uh, Operation Paperclip. <laughs> they were like that that that's the whole thing they're like oh he went to argentina and like there's also people that said like no actually he was brought here secretly to the united states to develop a mind control program that turned into mk ultra and later turned into project monarch do you think that happens now do you think that maybe like uh like i don't know who's a good example like maybe like al baghdadi before he fucking Trump he died like a dog him. Died like a dog. <laughs> Bag daddy. Who's your daddy now? No, what it, do you think maybe like he secretly was brought to the United States and was like having meeting meetings with like at the White House that were just like, so what's going on over there in your uh, <laughs> your neck of the woods? You know, yeah. it's like not one of those like televised yeah, handshake always... in front of the cameras type of situations. Like they bring mm-hmm. like horrible dictators over and, and yeah. fucking war lords and shit and then they're just like eh, you know. well it's it's always like these dictators that that get killed off like um saddam hussein the reason allegedly why they killed him was because he was moving in gold backs and like they were um i'm i'm sorry you're gonna have to explain what you mean by that so he was moving he they it was something about oil and gold backs they're moving away from the American dollar. That's why they fucking took him out. Also with. Um, what's the guy. When they put the sword up his ass. Um, Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Gaddafi was really into. Um, just being self-sustainable. And, and being. Um, depending on gold. And all that kind of stuff. Like when we. He sounds, he sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean he's not. He wasn't. Gaddafi like, had so much money in birch gold. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big William Devane fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and like these people that 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 try to separate from the United States get fucking assassinated, mm-hmm. and it, it, that's just how it is. Sure, if you don't toe the line, you're gonna go. That's yeah, happen- that's happened in Venezuela, and yeah, and, and look you know, what it's done to those in countries. Iran. Venezuela, it, it's it, it got totally fucked over. Um, Syria. They started a civil war and created the, maybe the the biggest human rights crisis ever. Mm-hmm. They have the most slaves in the world are in Syria. They're number right one in slaves. Number one in slaves. Number one. <laughs> if there's a power ranking in slavery, not first, you're last. they're number one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. <laughs>
<laughs> so many of the founding principles of the secret society is to preserve the bloodline of the bonesmen. You had to be selected to the group to join the group in the tradition called the tap in. So like what they would do is they would walk up and they would like kind of like tap you on the shoulder. That was like their tradition. That sounds that sounds oddly homosexual. Everything it's about like the tapping bonesmen. your foot underneath a bathroom stall at a truck stop. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but showing you it, it, it was George Michael. <laughs> that was a great video. The fucking the they're in the bathroom. They're all like, fucking freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, George Michael. George Michael's great. George Michael was amazing. Great head of hair. He, oh, great head of hair. Oh Insane. my god, so good. I, I'm obsessed with great heads of hair. So uh, Ted Kaczynski, great head of hair. Great beard, great head of hair. Just amazing, just amazing. Just living off the land. Just eating, yeah. just eating just, just roots and berries. Mm. You know. Uh, George Michael also had a song about um, grooming young gays into having sex with older men. <laughs> sure, why it's not? It's called Father. Is, is, that's, is that what Father's about? Yeah. It's not about his father? No. No. The, it, there's a hidden message in that one. Okay. Listen to it. Okay, I'll, I'm going to look up the lyrics right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to prove me wrong. Oh, no. I, I, this is someone, something that someone else told me this. So I might be wrong. Oh, my God. God look damn at you, it. Look at this motherfucker backpedaling. Uh, now, now I'm nervous. I might be wrong about you this. You called George Michael a fucking grooming pedophile, and I was like... <laughs> I don't think so. I'm like, was he, bro? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, so like, they're... Skull and Bones has a lot of uh, stuff that has to do with eugenics. So, um, like, some of the original members of, of, of Skull and Bones were, like, into eugenics. Um, also, today, Stephen Schwartzman, a Bonesman, also the CEO of Blackstone, just bought Ancestry.com. So, just think of that. Mm. I mean, so, they, so the, the, if I... Ancestry.com is that one of those companies where they you swab your mouth and send it in the mail and now they have your DNA? Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. You just gave your DNA to to, to there's, Skull and Bones. There's probably nothing to worry about. Have you ever done one of that? Fuck no. Man? I've been saying this for years. <laughs> Do not send your DNA to the government. Yeah, like if someone told you, I need you to come in a fucking uh, Sprite bottle and send it to me, you'd be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't done that either. Don't, like, don't you want to know where you came from? No. No, I have absolutely no. I know where I came from. I came from Mexicans and Portuguese people. Portuguese mm-hmm. people are really good at fucking enslaving people. Mm-hmm. So I know that. And then Mexicans were fucking conquered by the Spanish. So I, I come from, like, angry, conquered people who also mm-hmm. engaged in slavery. Yeah, I, I believe what everything my grandma said. And then I have Where, enough Irish in me to know that, like, well, we've all seen gangs in New York. Fucking Irish were barely human up until mm-hmm. recently. <laughs> so the Irish are the are the Mexicans of the sea. I was in Ireland. That's the what Mexicans they are. Mexicans of the sea. They're the Mexicans of the sea. Okay, so it's like the chicken of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Ireland. They they're very similar to Mexicans. They love to party. There was a there was a there was a surf rock band in the Bay Area called uh, um, Mexicans uh, of the sea. What was that? Pollo del Mar. So okay. Chicken of the Sea. Chicken of the Sea, yeah. I'm like, that's a fucking great band name. Yeah. Especially if you're surf rock band. <laughs> I love surf rock. If anyone likes surf music, check out a band called Go Go Gorillas. Mm-hmm. And they're a bunch of dudes dressed like gorillas playing surf music. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, they're fucking rad. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, Prescott Bush was treasurer for or- an organization called American Birth Control League, which later morphed into <laughs> Planned Parenthood. An interesting nice. tidbit about Planned Parenthood is Bill Gates Sr., Bill Gates' father, of course, uh, he also served on the Planned Parenthood uh, board. If anyone knows anything about Planned Parenthood is uh, Margaret Sanger was a vicious eugenicist. Like, she wanted to get rid of the black race completely. But according to the left, Planned Parenthood is for um, is a good thing. That's it, a good thing. It's it's founded by racism in eugenics. eugenics. Uh, I, I, I pass by Planned Parenthood on the way to work every day, mm-hmm. and they have a giant fucking sign out front that says, now, now taking new appointments. Oh fuck, man! It, it, I should steal it and put it here in the in the in the studio. It's brutal. It's brutal what 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 Planned Parenthood stands for. And uh, and I used to be like growing up, I was I was like super pro choice, whatever. I used to go there to get condoms. Yeah, my, my fucking girlfriend in high school, she was like so obsessed with birth control. Like we mm-hmm. took everything like she was on the pill mm-hmm. we would do contraceptive foam contraceptive film basically we were like what can we do i, I don't even know if it was me but we we're just like i don't want to wear a condom let's, yeah let's have every possible oh. fucking thing that'll kill my cum the second yeah it comes out of my dick and goes in your body and we would go to plant burner and go get it and we got condoms too, but I never condoms. Used. Condoms are the fucking worst. I can't even hold on a second. Give me, give me a few seconds. I'm going to try to figure out when was the last time I actually wore a condom. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember. Uh, I was 23, mm-hmm. and this girl I went to high school with. Yeah. She was like a single mom at this point. <laughs> and um don't want to mess that up. <laughs> she had a condom. Yeah. And it was like fucking red, white, and blue condom, so my dick looked like a bomb pop. <laughs> For people who don't know what a but you should know what a fucking bomb pop is if you were like mm-hmm. a decent human being who lived in anywhere where there was like a fucking ice cream man. Yeah. This okay, so the condom looked like a fucking bomb pop. So she gives me the kind of, I fucking put it on uh-huh. and this is what my dick looks like. <laughs> and her reaction was similar to yours. She was, she laughed. Yeah. So I just took it off and just fucked her with that one. So it's like, <laughs> that was the last like time a I, man. that's what a man would do. Oh no! I was completely reckless. Are you gonna, I you're, eaten, you're laughing at my dick right now. I did. I did get chlamydia from uh, you know at one point, but I could have <laughs> easily got AIDS or something, or like Matt Cooper got gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Yeah. Yeah. Shout but, out uh, Coop from the uh, <laughs> Coop Newcomb on Instagram. Yeah, Coop Newcomb. Ask him about his chlamydia. I never asked him about that. I just said that story on Iconoblast. <laughs> and for, for you people who don't know, there's a podcast called Iconoblast. And one of the hosts, uh, Matt Cooper, is uh, we were we were homies in a band when, in, in our very early, early 20s. And we used to live together. And then, uh, and then Coop went on a cruise with his parents. And when he came back, he had fucking uh, gonorrhea because he <laughs> lost his virginity to some random chick on a cruise ship. Hell yeah. 
And then I had to take him to fucking Planned Parenthood so they can swab his dick and give him some fucking pills to fix his shit. But um, I never asked him, I'm like, like, did that upset you that I brought that up? <laughs> no, this is so great. Because I figured, like, I didn't realize how much people, like, admired him on his show. And, like, I, th- I, th- I think maybe... He had some kind of like, like there was an image people had in his mind. And, oh, about and that, poop. And that image wasn't like raw dog and some bitch on a cruise ship that gave, giving him gunnery. You, you don't know about Coop, man. Coop. But fucks. who took him to fucking Planned Parenthood? This yeah. guy. Oh man. Okay. He lived under my roof, rent free, by the way. We got it. We're. But he was like the best goddamn guitarist you can have in your fucking hardcore band. Speaking of Coop, he's he's gonna come on the show very soon. I was just talking to him. What? What? When? When did this? You you didn't I'll, discuss I'll text, this with me. I, I like to text him sometimes. You'd be like, "Hey, how's everything going?" And like, he wants to come on the show very soon. So I, I'll write an episode where we that, talk about gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Where, where did gonorrhea the, come from? The, well, yeah, we're going to talk about STDs. The Tuskegee Airmen. How they were giving... Uh, what were they giving? <laughs> it's not the Tuskegee Syphilis? Airmen. <laughs> we'll just start, it's the Tuskegee well, experiments. Right. Where they, they were giving them all uh, syphilis. Yeah. It was a bioweapon. And we'll, we'll segue into like how he got gonorrhea. <laughs> and I'll, then me, me... Saved his life. Maybe, maybe we can get him on next week. I'll, 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 next week, I'll, I'll text him tonight. We'll we'll text him. And be like, how or, wild we'll would it him. be if fucking Matt Cooper was in this studio right now? Oh, what if he walks out of the fucking bathroom? He's like, "Hey guys, I can't do the coop voice. He has <laughs> such a deep voice. It's a fucking." Great. What if he? What if he just walked into this room right now? Yeah, I'd be. I'd be like, what, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in my house, homie? <laughs> Don't ever fucking walk in my fucking house like that. Yes. Don't play games with your fucking life, dude. We don't fuck around in this place. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got we got to hit up Coop. So so anyway, so back to the story uh, about. Uh, Remember when I showed the cartoon depiction of a bomb pop that I said looked like my dick? <laughs> that was wild. So that's not even the worst thing about Prescott uh, Bush being involved with uh, Planned Parenthood and and uh, basically trying. I mean, we talk about the reduction of the population that happens all the time with these people. These people love it's all, I, I feel like that's all they've been working on forever is, like, population control. And they're doing it right now. Like when, It's when, happening right now. When you see the vaccine, all the shit with the vaccine is um, you're seeing a lot of people dying of cancer and, right now. And, and also, as, as soon as Sean said vaccine, if people kind of were, like, pulling away from you a little bit. Oh, they're not listening to the show. They're, they're they're not one. They're not listening to the show. But there are people who are just like people are dying of the vaccine, and most normies are just going to be like, Ooh. but I'm like just on a life expectancy level. It's like life expectancy mm-hmm. is going down. Why the fuck do you think that is? It's a, it's actually a very big answer. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things going on, but it's like who gets those wheels in mm-hmm. motion? If you fucking follow the money, it, you'll get all the answers. That you possibly need. Also, I've been looking up um, uh, "father figure" the George Michael lyrics. It's one hundred percent about pedophilia. Yes. <laughs> so I, I I apologize. I, I I doubted your assessment of George Michael, and I'm convinced. I have a weird um, I have a, a a weird knowledge of George Michael. I don't I don't understand. I it. will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. <laughs> 
I will be your preacher teacher. Now think about that. Preacher teacher <laughs> indicates that the church, the separation of church and state is not happening. Okay. Anything you have in mind, mm-hmm. it would make me very happy. Mm-hmm. This, this. What is, would you have in mind? This is the. This that's is, what they do. That's what group. That's the thing. Is that's what grooming is. You groom the younger person to be like, "Can I suck your dick?" It's not like you should suck my dick. Yeah. It's, no, you groom people to desire the older person. <laughs> Because they want their approval. They're like, let me shove my thumb in your ass. It's like, okay, yeah. I want your approval. I want to be your father figure. Fuck, dude. God damn George it. George Michael's a goddamn pedophile. <laughs> Thanks for ruining fucking everything. Um, now I can't listen to fucking careless whisper. It, it, it will fuck you up. May, but maybe this, this is the whole Milo story is Jesus Christ how you're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain <laughs> I'm kind of upset dude I, I thought this whole fucking song was some other shit <laughs> preacher <laughs> the, um, I think you should you should we should play the song as we're ending the episode because it's <laughs> because we're, it's not gonna get monetized anyway it's so not getting monetized come on um, so Prescott Bush, that's not the worst thing about him. He was, um, involved in eugenics. He also helped fund the rise of Hitler in the third Reich after, uh, after the U S had already joined the war and there were already significant information of the Nazis. Bush still worked and profited from companies closely involved with German businesses that finance Hitler's rise of power. The money he made from these German businesses are said to be dealings that helped to establish the Bush family fortune and set up the family for political dynasty. If you look at uh, Nazi SS hat, there's also the eagle and the skull with the bone on it. I mean, we, we mentioned this earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah. Just like the Nazis in the United States, um, just like how they... Uh, work together it's it's interesting well michael rupert covers that in uh truth and uh, lies of 9-11 he talks about how the um the relationship between the united states and nazi germany did not end once the war started mm-hmm. and then he goes through a list of all of the things that the united states supplied the united states uh, or nazi germany mm-hmm. and a lot of it was things like armored plating wire like very basic fucking tools um, mm-hmm. And raw materials to make their tanks, to make their airplanes, like things of that that nature. Yeah, and that relationship didn't stop mm-hmm. when the fucking war was getting going. Yeah, which is a it, it, which is a bad look. It's, it's also the thing with Bayer, the guys, the the same people that made the Zyklon B. Oh, oh, that's like, right, Bear. I love how Bear is like the number one thing that you're supposed to take if you're starting to have a heart attack. Yeah. And it's the same company that made Zyklon. This is <laughs> like odd. The same pharmaceutical companies that we use right now. Yes. That are the leading pharmaceutical companies start off in Nazi Germany where they were gassing Jews. Hey, everyone stops, starts somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they had a bad, like, we were younger back then. We were crazy. Now we make uh, drugs that are good for you, we think. Somehow. 
Like and also don't 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 investigate us and also don't investigate us. We'll see you. Yeah. Or have you killed? Yeah, we'll have you killed. Allegedly. We'll, we'll also talk to Ronald Reagan and and tell <laughs> tell him to write an executive order to protect us because um, a lot of these vaccines will effectively uh, kill you. They're very dangerous and yeah. You roll a blading faggot. <laughs> so skull and bones. To move on from the vaccine talk, because that's the stuff that gets us in trouble. Let's talk about Skull and Bones and their connection with the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. Mm -hmm. The Culinary Institute of America. Yeah, in uh, Hyde Park, New York. It is in Hyde Park, New York, indeed. Mm -hmm. um, so the real CIA, which is in uh, Virginia... This is, uh, some even go as far as to say that Skull and Bones controls the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, not the Culinary Institute of America. George H.W. Bush, who is George Bush Sr., of course, was the CIA director of 19, in 1976. Also, James Ingleton was the chief of counterintelligence of the CIA for two Decades from 1954 to 1977, he was a bonesman. So a lot of these people that were in Skull and Bones were were able to join the CIA. Mm -hmm. So like they they were they they put them in there. A lot of it had to do with their they knew how to keep their fucking mouth shut. Also, sure, it, like if you're, I'm sure that that's in people's resumes. Mm -hmm. Or like, well, were you in any, in any clubs when you were in Yale? You're like, I, yeah, I was in Skull and Bones. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay. Because it, it's like, they, they're like, okay, this person understands a certain level of compliance. Yeah. A lot of, uh, and, and it's not saying every member of the CIA were Skull and Bones. Like, that, that's what a lot of people think. They're like, well, not everyone. Are like, there any, like, fucking, like, Skull and Bones guys who just, like, kind of dropped out of college and just fucking just didn't do shit? Just fucking. You have to assume that, yeah. Just, just fucking ended up working at a fucking, comic book shop. Fucking Jim. There's a guy named Jim. Yeah. And he's like, like he's just a loser. Well, I mean, there is the whole thing. Or with he's the, just, or he's just, you know, working just some basic fucking job somewhere. Like, where are you making your money from? He's like, I can't tell you. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's some society. I can't talk about it, or they'll kill my family. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I don't think. That the sort of like we'll take care of you for everything. Like I don't think that's. I don't think that I, I don't I don't know, but I don't think that's mm. necessarily real. I think there's maybe some bonesmen that are sort of like, um, like maybe they just kind of became fuck ups and they're mm -hmm. like just cut them loose. Yeah. What's who's he gonna tell? He's, yeah. He's no he's nobody. Mm -hmm. Who's he gonna tell? You know what I mean? It's not until it's like I don't think all of them are like a like a Hunter Biden, where it's just like you can just be a supreme fuck up forever, mm -hmm. and you'll ha always have somebody fucking to shield you. I think like I wonder how many Bozeman just be, just ended up doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that'd be a great sitcom. <laughs> they're the closing manager at a fucking yeah. Hollywood video. Yeah, and and they were like, they're like, yeah, I have a fucking master's degree and a doctorate. They're like, what are you doing here? They're like, I don't know, dude. Like, I didn't <laughs> fucking Grandpa John Kerry. He's, which is completely <laughs> plausible. You know how many people fucking just have degrees that they don't fucking ever use? Yeah, ever they just aren't motivated or yeah. whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're 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 also they they have a degree in in uh, um in theater arts. I I major in theater arts, and the clubs I'm in is Skull and Bones. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's just John Kerry's like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? Or a psychology a degree. You're like, no, you yeah. can't, you cannot do that. Also, no one cares. Yeah. I like, I used to, I used to go to this, um, this, this gym in San Francisco, this very, very expensive gym that mm-hmm. basically Illuminati people went to, but I only, I got a deal because my, my, my coach was, um, I used to cut his hair mm-hmm. and I cut the owner of the gym's hair. But like everyone who was there, like six in the morning when I got there, were like like the main guy who was there. Always when I was there, he went to Princeton. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was on the Princeton rowing team. Yeah, and apparently he had a fuckload of shirts that that said he was in the Princeton rowing team. And you know what this guy did for a living? What he sold billboard space in San Francisco. Okay, and one day I asked him about him like. Because if you if you take the Golden Gate Bridge and you kind of like take the freeway across the water um, going towards South San Francisco, it's nothing but billboards. The most expensive billboards. There's Coca Cola has a giant one with lights and shit on. It's been there for decades. Yeah. Yahoo has a giant one, and he's like basically every other billboard over there costs about like a million five a month. Just just to get the billboard. Jesus Christ. And he's and his job was he basically brokers those deals. Mm-hmm. So that's what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what? What? Like, I'm like, how's this guy? How's this guy not in some fucking secret society? Yeah, and I, I'm sure Princeton, Harvard, and all these, all these but to, uh, colleges. But, have- but to those high level politician guys, like he's just some basic bitch. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he'll come in handy years from now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, there's, I'm sure there's levels to Skull and Bones where there's guys, like Masons. Yeah. There's like the 33-degree level dudes, and then there's yeah. the dudes who are just random guys. Yeah. Who fucking, you know. Well, well so so these guys, Skull and Bones, were, and, and this is a rumor, we don't know if it's true or not, but they were allegedly involved in the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy. Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones is. So, um, well, 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 who specifically in the in the assassination so they, would, was involved? Uh, so there's many Bonesmen. We've talked about this on, on some of the older episodes. There's Operation 40 who um, was... Uh, in, I mean, obviously not Oswald because he was a fucking... He's a patsy. He's a fucking uh, commie, so... Yeah, he... He's not a Bonesman. He's not a Bonesman. There's no way. Yeah, it, like you're not going to put a bonesman as, as a patsy. Yeah, you can't put him in harm's way. Yeah, it's too risky. They're they're going to protect their own. Mm-hmm. So, um, though there was an order that was allegedly requested by Skull and Bones members to kill JFK. So George H. W. Bush was allegedly part of this operation. Officially, George Bush was not. Uh, he didn't join the CIA until 1975. That's when he became, that's when he was appointed as the CIA director. But apparently he was doing operations for the CIA in 1963. There was a FBI memorandum dated November 29th, 1963 from director uh, J. Edgar Hoover to the State Department in his subject headed assassination of President John F. Kennedy November 22, 1963, in it, Hoover reports that the Bureau had briefed Mr. George Bush of 
Central Intelligence Agency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, shortly after the assassination of, on the reaction of Cuban exiles in Miami, a source with close connections to the intelligence community confirms that Bush started working for the agencies in 1960 or 1961 using his oil business as a cover to for clandestine activities. So that's interest. That's a very interesting. That must have been. That must have been great. Great times. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can just fucking just do clandestine shit, mm-hmm. like Barry Seal level shit. No internet. Mm-hmm. There's fucking no. Sound. Barry Seal also involved with uh, JFK assassination operation forty. Oh my fucking god! Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the like, there's not that many eyes mm-hmm. looking at everything. You know what I mean. Yeah, you can just get away with more shit. Yeah, that must have been great, man. What what a fucking wild time. You know, Zodiac killers out there just fucking whacking people. You can just kill a fucking elected leader. Oh god, it must have been amazing. Yeah, to live during those times. The CIA, like they they went through some pretty fucking dark times when like like Alan Dulles and all those guys were running it like during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. They were doing a lot of human experimentations, like. This is like all. This is around the same time, and and like the whole thing with John F. Kennedy when they asked him about like, where were you during when when John F. Kennedy was assassinated? And he was like, oh, I don't, I I don't remember. That's like asking somebody Pro, during, who, during Prescott Bush. Uh, no, uh, George Bush Senior. They asked him where he was when when the assassination took place, mm-hmm. and he couldn't he couldn't recall. That would be like telling somebody, like, where were you on 9-11? You're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, what What the fuck? What do you mean you don't know where you were? Everyone knows where they were when 9-11. What happened? Where were you during 9-11? I know exactly where I was. And what was it? Where was it? Yeah, where were you? It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I was in San Francisco. I was at a place. I was on uh, Market and 8th Street at a... Um, at a uh, an apartment complex that doesn't exist anymore. It was called Trinity Towers, and I was living. At, I wasn't living there, but uh, my girlfriend at the time was living there with three other people in basically a uh, a studio, and we were all passed out, undoubtedly from a long night of drinking. And um, there was one dude who lived there. This guy named Robin, and Robin's dad called him really early in the morning and he picks up the phone and we don't have a TV in the place. Okay. We're like young and broke and all we do is fucking party. And it's, uh, it's me, my girlfriend at the time and this other random chick and then Robin, um, (laughs) and Robin's, he picks up the phone. He's like, hello. He's like, what's up dad? And he's like, what? What? He's like, okay. All right. I'm fine. Okay. Bye. And he hangs up. And then at this point, we're all like sat up. We're awake now because motherfucker woke us up. And we're like, what's up, dude? And, and he was like, a plane just hit the World Trade Center in New York. And we're like, whoa, okay. So um, actually, no, it was the second plane hit. Mm-hmm. It was the second plane that hit. So we were like, okay, that's weird. So we get up and we go over to my place. My place is a little deeper in the fucking tenderloin. Now there is a federal building in the tenderloin. 
It's it's the same building when you saw fucking Barry Bonds going to his fucking trial, mm-hmm. his steroid trial. When you see him <laughs> coming out and getting into his fucking SUV, yeah. it's that building. Nice. And that's in the same civic center where, um, whatchamacallit, that's where fucking City Hall is. That's where fucking Harvey Milk got fucking killed. Hell yeah. It's like well not hell yeah that he got killed but like, it's like interesting. Had, it's like a square right you have your square and you have fucking like federal building courthouse city hall and then there's the asian art museum and then the middle is just like grass so we are fucking heading to my place and the federal building is surrounded by fucking swat teams fucking like completely anyone with a cell phone was arrested i mean on site and nice. one, one of the most amazing things I ever saw it was the first time I ever saw like a real SWAT team guy, like a guy in a full fucking face mask, body armor, fucking strapped with a big ass, scary fucking long rifle. There's a lady, it's this businesswoman carrying a briefcase and she's on her phone and this fucking guy runs up behind her and says, give me your phone. And he spikes it on the fucking, this is like a, <laughs> this is literally a 2001 fucking like, probably like a Nokia fucking phone. And it just explodes on the ground. And this bitch screams and runs away. And we're like, what the fuck? Go back to my building. We go into the lobby. There's a big TV in there and it's surrounded by fucking people. And we haven't seen anything yet. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we walk in, there's a big screen fucking old school TV in there. And it's surrounded by fucking people. And it's the fucking towers on fire. Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. This is not good. And uh, at the time, there were still pl- the, there were still planes in the air that haven't fucking the one of uh, Shanksville hasn't crashed yet. And they theorize the the news theorize that that is going to head for San Francisco. They're like, hey. oh yeah. So everyone in the fucking room freaked out. So me and my girlfriend at the time, we go out to Fort Mason, which is like farther towards the water. Kind of facing, um, kind of facing, uh, pretty much where the Golden Gate Bridge is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like facing like, uh, the, uh, like Napa kind of. And we just were like, this is the only place we can go. Like we figured if there's any fucking planes coming, like no, they're not going to hit here. So let's just get away from downtown. Let's get away from federal buildings. Let's get away from anywhere where there might be mass hysteria. And we just sat there for hours Mm-hmm. And um, there's actually a giant cannon that just points out towards the fucking ocean. And Fort Mason is just like surrounded by beautiful cypress trees and shit. We're yeah. just sitting there and there's no one on the streets. There's no buses. There's no taxis. There's no people. Nothing. This fucking city was dead, dead silent. And we sat there for fucking hours just waiting. We had no idea what, what the fuck was going on. We didn't have fucking smartphones mm-hmm. that we can just find out exactly to the second what the fuck is going on so that's where i was on 9 11 i see, got <laughs> see you, so you have this type of story george bush senior mm-hmm. had no idea where it was at <laughs> what was he doing in what was it 63 yeah he so what, what what was he doing for a living in 1963 he was running for office but he was in Tyler, Texas, and anyone that's familiar with the Dallas area, yeah, Tyler, Texas is around Dallas. It's about an hour away. It's where the okay. Toadies are from. So, we- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's not far away from where Steve Tablowski, the guy, who, and it's it's off camera. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, David Byrne, David Byrne from the Talking Heads, he directed a film in the 80s called True Stories that I covered on Skeleton Factory. Um, and it was shot, it was shot in Texas. It's a wonderful little movie. I think everyone should watch it. It's, it's, it's really, it's really fun. But mm -hmm. so he's running for office in Tyler, Texas. Yes. I think he was and, running for like, like for Senate. I don't remember what it was. Okay. No so, one like, and he was also running a company in Houston, mm. like an oil company. And that, that, so he's running an oil company and he's running for office mm -hmm. when fucking Kennedy is killed. Mm -hmm. So, but also, when did they, when did they know Kennedy was dead? Oh, I don't know. Like, because he was shot and he was take he was taken I mean, to the hospital because they were cleaning his brains off of a fucking right. Because uh, they didn't Jack know he was Yo's. dead right away because there was the whole, like, stretcher. There was the fucking bullet. Mm -hmm. Right? So they found, like, the full fucking... They oh. found the... the or or the Jackie O trying to put his fucking head back together. Yeah, I... The, also, he's old. When did they ask him this question? Uh, right afterwards. After... The, no, when they asked him, like, where I don't, were you? I don't know when they actually asked him that question. Does it make you uncomfortable that I'm asking you when they asked him? Mm -mm. Was this around 9-11? Was it before or after 9-11? Oh, no. I think it's very close to, like, this whole, like... Because um, maybe he just doesn't remember. Maybe they asked him when he was old as fuck, and this dude was running an oil company, and he was running for Senate or whatever the fuck he was running for, and he's like, "What? The president was shot? Okay, well, I have a million other fucking. I'm ra I'm raising my fucking shithead kids. Yeah, who are gonna fucking suckle at the teat of my nepotism. You think I have time to pay attention to? Also, that was at a time where it's like the president has been killed. Okay, you get you see that on TV, but then TV just ends. Like there's the yeah. end of broadcast day. It's like TV's like done at." nine or whatever the fuck it the tv just turned off no internet and then newspapers are until the next fucking day i could see and he's old as fuck probably when he was asked this question so no it, it says right here that he was he was asked uh pretty close to um after it happened so he right, was me, asked after it happened right, where so he was. Let me read the summarizer. On, what on what journalist asked that? <laughs> on November 23rd, 1963, Mr. Bush, quote, Mr. Bush of CIA was briefed by FBI head J. Edgar Hoover about the reaction of anti-Castro Cuban exiles in Miami to the assassination of President Kennedy. On the day of the assassination, Bush was in Texas, but he denies knowing whether exactly where he was. He had been the supervisor for the secret Cuban teams headed by former Cuban police commander Felix Rodriguez since 1960, so it is likely that he was also in Dallas on the day of the assassination. The book Family of Secrets describes alleged uh, connections between the Bush family and the Central Intelligence Agency, asserting that George H.W. Bush was linked to the Watergate scandal and the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Okay, wait, go back. Where was he on the day of nine eleven? Uh, he was having he was having breakfast with the. Oh, I'm sorry, nine nine eleven. Kennedy assassination. Oh, <laughs> where was he? I know he where in, he was on nine eleven. He was in Tyler, Texas, which is in Dallas, outside of Dallas. But he was 
working with Cuban exiles. Yeah. So he. So th- this is the thing. it he sounds didn't, like he didn't they asked him where he was. He, but he was doing some clandestine fucking secretive shit, and he's mm-hmm. basically like, I can't. Instead of saying like, I can't tell you where it was, he was just like, I don't recall. It sounds like what he was doing, anyways, mm-hmm. was sketchy. Mm-hmm. So I think people are taking his answer and being like. He must have been involved in the murder of John F. Kennedy. It's like, he's like, no, no, no. I'm dealing with fucking Cuban fucking illegal shit. People who aren't even supposed to fucking be in this country. And I can't be connected to that. I'm running for a fucking office and I have a fucking oil company. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where was I? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I was in Texas somewhere. I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the case. The only people that were that were. um, I'm not saying he wasn't involved. What I'm saying was, it sounds like the answer he gave would be something that a guy who was already doing some sketchy shit yeah. be like, oh, I don't, I don't recall where the fuck I was. Yeah, it's like Bill Clinton. Like, what do you mean by the word "is"? Yeah, <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That means I did not have penis to vaginal intercourse. He's like, what I did is I came all over her dress. Yeah. And it was a blue dress. Actually, this hat I'm wearing looks like a blue dress covered in cum. <laughs> Striped with blades of cum. Yes. So the the Skull and Bones Society is one of the few secret societies of groups that run the world. A group that only allows 15 new members a year are somehow powerful enough to run every facet of the world we live in. Major uh, media companies, President of the United States, Supreme Court justices, major Investment firms, the CIA, to name a few. These types of secret societies are similar or connected to groups like the Illuminati, Bohemian Grove, Bilderberg Group. Uh, the world we live in is controlled by these people. These groups are incestuous. Like, just think of like how uh, John Kerry is in the World Economic Forum. Well, you got to keep you got to keep the circle tight. Yeah, they're also like yeah. also the Trilateral Commission or Committee. Mm-hmm. That has a lot of bonesmen in there. Um, the, um, that's, John, when you, that's when you get into like Zbig Brzezinski. Like yeah. Guys like that. Um, also, John Hopkins University was the, the the first president was a bonesman. And John Hopkins was the the same university that that funded the um, trans surgeries event 201, which was funded by Bill and Melinda, Bill and Melinda Gates. This was the preparation for the pandemic that we went through for two years. So like, just think of all these actors and all you people who fucking shit on here. Hold, hold it up, Sean. All you motherfuckers who shit on Apple products, mm-hmm. you sycophants, you fucking windows sycophants. Yeah. There's your fucking bill Gates. Yeah. Okay. Steve jobs died for your fucking sins. You pieces of shit. He got assassinated. Yeah, fucking assassinated. So fuck Windows. Yeah. And yeah. fuck Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a fucking monster. So was his dad. Uh, like, the, the, there should be Nuremberg trials. They they should be in prison. Like, we should be able to skin him alive. <laughs> like, that fucking Oh, bad. my God, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should be able I to... I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I I don't think we should kill Bill Gates. I do. I oh think my so. God, I <laughs> um, think I th- I believe in accountability. I don't believe in 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 assassinating uh, people I don't agree with. Okay, well, unless they come in my fucking have, house, then we got a fucking problem. If yeah, Bill Gates just showed up at my house, I'm like, bro. Yeah, 
How about kidnap the sign Bill Gates, says private property outside and force him to come into your house. <laughs> just trick him. Like, he knocks on the door and then you let him I in. I just lead a trail of, shoot him of in really the nice V-neck sweaters leading in the house. He's like, ooh, a sweater. <laughs> and the second he's within the threshold of my house. What are you doing in my house? And you just shoot him. Pip, 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 pip. Mm. But yeah, if, if, if you guys have any, any, um, I mean, if you guys want to reach out about, about this episode. <laughs> No, we don't need weird assassins contacting us being like, yeah, fucking, I know where I Bill Gates lives. We don't need that. I, 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 I no, yeah. no, Sean. Yeah. All right. So, um, I have been getting some weird comments. I, I just don't know who's oh, no. more, and who's not. More weird comments. Send the weird comments. Send the weird comments. But some of the, some of the DMS I get are, are kind of weird. I don't know. Who's. We should share those. You should, you know, if you get weird uh, DMs, actually, mm-hmm. we should just say it on the show. If you get, if we get weird DMs, we may or may not share them on the show. Yeah, it's going to be public. We can't guarantee. We can't guarantee that they won't. We can't guarantee your product. We absolutely <laughs> cannot guarantee it. So if you say something, we might uh, say your name and your Instagram profile on the air, especially if you're, uh, I don't know. Uh, un, uh, uh, violent or have bad intentions. Okay, keep that in mind. Yeah, reach reach out to us on uh, on Instagram. That's our biggest account right now. We're uh, at, we're at con underscore man underscore podcast. So you can reach us over there. Write us on 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 our DMs. You can find us on uh, Twitter. Comment pod comment podcast one on Twitter. Find us on Rumble. Um, just search comment podcast, of course. Uh, YouTube, which we have two strikes in there. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, MK Ultreats, you can find our food show on there. And uh, Patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. So reach out to us. We also have, I, I, before we, we, uh, we get into the um, Skeleton Factory, I, I want to give a shout out to our Patreon members. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, is very important. Because you guys are funding the show, and it, it, it's just I, I I really like that you guys are are um, like reach out to to the show, and you you guys are listening and and all that fun stuff. But first, um, our our newest member, we got H Bomb eleven forty four V two, Space Cowboy, uh, Melissa Black, Tyler Buck, Ben. Who um, is donating uh, $9.11. That's hilarious. Uh, Very funny. Uh, Jen, uh, Thomas Sims, Bo Mater, Adam Rumpf, Thomas, uh, wait, where, where uh, Thomas, Patrick Franzenberg, our, our, our Nazi uh, friend who is. <laughs> Our Nazi friend. What do you mean by that? Yeah, we, we called him a Nazi in the last episode. And he wrote wrote me, and he was like, "I am not a Nazi. I just have a Nazi name." So you are Patrick Franzenberg, the Nazi. Cool. Yeah, uh, David Osbernson, our our resident uh, black um, um, Patreon member. Yes, David. What's going on, David Osbernson? One of the originals. Uh, Buck McGee. I don't even know Buck McGee, but he's he's been part of the the Patreon for a while. For over, um, I think over a year, Itamashi Chan, who I talked to the other day, Itamashi. You talked to Itamashi Chan, the infamous Itamashi. I think I'm the only one in our podcasting friend circle who is not spoke to or 
met Inamashi Chan. I have never met Inamashi, but I we were trading. Um, <laughs> yes, the other song. Inamashi. Uh, I texted him the other day. We were, we were trading texts though. Like he said, next time he's in the states, he's gonna come hang out. I said I'd reach out to Coop and we'd all hang out. I promised him that. <laughs> Good luck with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Terpstra. Matt Royston, Lucas R, Lucas Hard R. We we know you, Lucas. What's Lucas going on? Lucas Hard R, the hardest of the R, the hardest of the R. David Jones, also great on Instagram. He, I mean, he, I mean, David Jones, one of one of the OGs, always in the chats. Big shout! We out love to David you. Jones. You're very special. <laughs> uh, and, and last but not least, Matt Spears. Thank you for supporting the show. Thanks for. Thanks, thanks for everything. We 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 are using this money. We're not we're not spending it on bullshit. We got we got two cameras here. I mean, usually we have a monitor, but I forgot at my house we have a roadcaster. We, have we should spend that money to hire somebody to make sure that you don't forget that shit at your fucking yeah, house. Yeah, well, we're going to get if, if you want to be a um, if you want to be part of the show and you want to be our producer and where we won't pay you. <laughs> Come come hang out. <laughs> you can have drinks. Oh my god, are you are you inviting somebody to to wh- Adam's house? <laughs> I'll allow it. Tell you what, if if one of you psychos want to come over here to the great and powerful uh, Skeleton Factory Studios, mm-hmm. I'll I'll let I'll let some random in. Hell yeah! Um, as I'll- long as you're not a flat earther, you you can. Sure. Oh yeah, we got we got space. You can just have a seat and watch the show in real time. Why not? Hell yeah. Keep that in mind. If you want to, if you want to sit here in the studio and watch us, contact us and we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, what's going on, Skeleton Factory? Great question. Uh, episode sixty four is coming out very soon. I am uh, reviewing some very trashy films. I am reviewing. A uh, film from Taiwan called A Calamity of Snakes. If you want to see it, easily tens of thousands of snakes being murdered on camera. Calamity of Snakes is your movie. Also, I'm going to be reviewing Slime City for all you fans of uh, movies like Street Trash and Basket Case. I'll be reviewing that. I'll also be reviewing, we're all fans of Brad Dourif, the voice of Chucky. Oh. Oh, my God. Brad Dourif. He was in a film called Spontaneous Combustion, a story where his parents uh, participated in a nuclear uh, test in the 50s, and his parents, uh, his mom had him as a baby, but then his parents mysteriously burst into flames one day, and he was sort of groomed into an adult where uh, the people, uh, the military and the government knew that one day he would become this sort of like a uh, human torch meets uh, the emperor from Star Wars uh, monster weapon that maybe they can harness one day. Um, that's going to be on episode 64. And if you uh, just check it out on Spotify or, or uh, you know, any place where they have fine, fine Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. You can find me on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX. And I'm also on Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. There's a bunch of free shows on there for now. 
that you can check out and you can also support the show. Any supporters, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, guys. Thank, thanks for supporting both of our shows. You guys are, are really helping us blow, the, blow this thing up. We, we are getting a lot of support for the show lately. I feel like the show's about to start blowing up. So that this is a good thing. We we have some. Uh, some we're taking over Texas. We're taking over. We're. we're this, I mean, this show's growing like crazy. So if if you're one of the OGs, like if you're listening to right now, you are one of the OGs. We're only. We're not even two years into the show. Yeah. So so like just 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 know we we're this this thing is going somewhere, yes. and and it's because of your support. So I. It, so I I want to thank all you guys for 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 just supporting the show. But yeah, do you, you got anything else? That's it, guys. Thank you for supporting the show. It's much appreciated. Go and support Skeleton Factory, or just listen for free. Yeah. Don't necessarily need your money. Yeah, <laughs> but it's much appreciated. And um, I think, my God, Sean, we're 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 fucking breathing down. Mm-hmm. We're breathing down on the neck of two years together. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was. I was telling. That's wild. I was telling Catalyst Jones. He's, he's just. I, I was describing our, our relationship. I was like, me and Adam, we will do our show, and we'll we'll talk for three hours by doing the regular show, and we'll do the Patreon, and we'll talk afterwards because we we generally like being around each other. Like we have, we we have a great relationship, and it, it's just like generic. Like my wife, she was just like, she's like, you talking about? I don't was, was that your boyfriend or something? And I was like, hey, hey, this is our thing. Don't worry about <laughs> what we're doing over here. <laughs> but but we just like we like hanging out. Like we do this once a week. We text throughout the week, but like we I, we have a good we we have a good rapport here. I, I think what we have is unique. There's not a lot of podcast that you listen to right now it's just like people will have a another host that they barely know me, me and adam didn't know each other and we and we just it just works we have the, we we have the same sense of humor it just it works we make it work you know we're both pretty easy going and we uh hate the world yes and the government come check us out next week we'll we'll have some good shit for you next week also, uh, we're about to record our Patreon. It'll be, uh, we'll, we'll see what we, I don't even know what we're talking about yet. But yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye, everybody.